Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, what it do, man, it's Lou, man. What's up, what's up, what's up? That boy Vontae here, LGTV.TV, what's happening, Cole? What happening, man? Chilling on chilling on it. Have to be alive. <clears throat> Young girl! What's up, what's up? LGTV.TV, we gonna be missing the T today. That boy's still working. <laughs> Still grinding, you know what I'm saying? Late hours, getting it in. All good though. All good though. We uh <clears throat> got some stuff to get into. We got the Super Bowl, of course. We got um Cap making little comments, little side gestures about uh about Jay Z sitting down uh for the anthem. Uh, we got a little NBA. Uh, the Bucks and the Pelicans, uh, they finna play right now. They playing right now. Uh, shoot, I, something else I'm missing, but that that's pretty much mostly around that. Next week we'll have the the uh, Lil Wayne funeral album review. Uh, Vontae, you got a chance to listen to it yet? You said what? You got a chance to listen to it yet? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I'll just say it. it's good we have a review next week. This nigga. <laughs> nigga. Nigga. That's why this nigga's asking me about it today. Like, I, I listen to that shit half of it on Friday, the rest of it on Saturday. Well, I mean, we know our, our boy this weekend, he was acting wild, so he ain't really had no time. Now, I listen so, uh, to a few songs at work today. I'm going to probably finish it up tomorrow. Yeah, it's long. It's long, though. I got um, not to give too much away, but I got about a good, a decent number of songs that I could snatch off of there and and make it a better album. But yeah, like I said, we'll get into that next week. Be looking uh, forward to that for our listeners. But uh, let's let's get into the Super Bowl real quick, bro. Uh, we got to watch it. I know Gary was mostly at work, but I know you seen the highlights and stuff, Gary. So tell me what you think. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just switched my Wi-Fi real quick. Okay, bet, bet. Now, I was just saying, um, I was trying to ask you what you thought about the Super Bowl. I know you just saw the highlights, but real quick, before we even get into it, let's give a shout-out to, of course, uh, Patrick Mahomes becoming the third black quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yes, um, then we had a, a, a black offensive coordinator lead him, you know, help him win the Super Bowl. He should be a a head coach in the next year or two, um, and then shout out to Lamar Jackson. We had a we had a black quarterback win the MVP. So Black History Month then got off to a little decent start, bro. We we doing our thing right now. We we doing it Luke. big, bro. Also yes, sir. a black quarterback, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Yep, my my boy, Kyler Murray. <clears throat> I, I I I was telling niggas like. Been telling niggas I felt like he was gonna be nice, like he was just too good in high school and college well, to come into the league and and not be nice. I'll say this though: we can debate if he should have won or not on a later date. But shout out to him. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm trying to make sure I don't miss no. I didn't miss no other black excellences in sports. But all those, I mean, so we we did it. We had a sweep, really. Rookie of the year, MVP. 
Super Bowl winner, MVP, offensive coordinator. Like, that's the really first, just, is that that's the first time that, uh, in uh, NFL history that that happened? For real? What, offensive coordinator? No, what the black quarterback went. Well, of course, with the black black quarterback, the black quarterback being an MVP and then rookie of the year also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All three of them. Yeah, that's a that's a clean sweep, bro. That's a that's a clean sweep. It don't get no better than that, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, that's pretty good for a running running back. Hmm? Yeah, that just that just goes to show you um what it what it where you know where the quarterback position is going. <clears throat> I think it was trying to be uh, you know, they said, you know, uh Vontae, you know they had been saying oh. uh, Lamar could play quarterback and then he was like, That's pretty good for you know right, running right. back. Yeah, yeah. That's what Gary was talking about. But yeah, they did. They definitely disrespected him, you know, a lot. But he don't. He don't show. He can play the position. How he can play the position. He don't. He don't need to be. The days of a standing in the pocket quarterback is pretty much gone, bro. If you look at all the quarterbacks now, mostly everybody can move. You, you ain't no more Peyton Manning standing in the pocket throwing rifles. Like you're gonna have to move, bro. Niggas is too fast on D now to, you know, what I'm saying just sit back there. You just got, you just got- you just got to be able to extend plays. That's all you got to do. You don't right. have to scramble so, for 100 yards a game. Just extend the play, right. get 20 yards every now and then. That's all. Right. So, right. So, so yeah, the days of just Peyton and Tom, all that just sitting in the pocket, that's that's kind of dwindling down, bro. It's, it's getting more athletic back there. And like you said, like Gary said, you don't have to be Lamar Jackson. You just got to be able to move within the pocket, scramble around, move around, make some plays. Because niggas is just too fast on defense. Yeah. Like, they're just too fast, bro. Too fast. But, um, but yeah, Gary, I was just trying to say what you thought about the – I know you saw the highlights. What you think about uh, what you saw? Oh, I, you know, I had to go watch my highlights and – Your phone kind of going out, bro. Now we All can. Right. I was you know, watching my highlights on uh, the Children of the Dinosaurs YouTube page. I watched him on my highlights for the season. He's funny as hell, so it was like 30 minutes. So I watched all 30 minutes. And I just saw how the Chiefs didn't give up, but the Niners showed. It wasn't even the players, it was the coach. Because they had all the momentum, bro. They had a whole throw a pick. And I saw the pick. I thought I thought the pick would have been him like throwing the ball at somebody. But he threw the ball behind Tyreek Hill a little bit and it bounced off his hands. That don't count. But the one he threw the warrior, that was just dumb. I had like three, four white jerseys around him. But he stayed strong, mentally tough, and kept and, and he threw it back into the game. But also, gotta congratulate that defense for making the stops when they did when they was down. Jimmy G played like a bitch because uh-huh. I said the half, the second half, he was like eight for twelve. No, 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 three for twelve. I'm bad. Uh-huh. Three for twelve, thirty-six yards, and they had a QB uh-huh. rating of three. That's not gonna get it done, bro. I don't care what you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta play better than that. And when the one pick that he, the first thing he did, bro, his eyes were closed. 
I watched the one of the highlights. He was winding the back. When he threw the ball, his eyes were closed. Bro. He just threw it up. But you can just see the players visibly upset with Kyle Shanahan. And what happened to the defense? No, they the whole game, bro. They they couldn't touch the Chiefs with Robert Fields. They was getting shook, especially with the summer. But shout out to Damian Williams. Shout out to the Dark Horse who finally showed up, Sammy Watkins. I want to give that man a round of applause while actually stepping up in the big game for once and made great plays. That's all I got to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Vontae, what you think, bro? Yeah, bro. I mean, it was a resilient, what, Pat, what, 5 and 0 when trailing? Is that, was that, uh, like his, what was that 5 and 0? Was it the last five games? Yeah, last five games. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would like to address Travis Kelsey, Dynasty. Oh, man. I don't know about that, bro, because. To be honest with you, Texas had to handle their business. We'll be talking about a whole different scenario. But, I mean, I'm happy for Pat, bro, like, especially being from East Texas. So, shout out East Texas. He put on for us. I mean, hopefully they have a parade around here because I'm going to be there. But, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it just shows you. You give Jimmy G, like, like Gary always said, you give Jimmy G all that money, bro. And it's almost like you're scared, like, so put mm-hmm. the ball in his hand. Like, it was before half. First of all, I didn't like the clock management. Like, you let it, the clock run all the way down. I understand you're trying to save your time else, but you get the ball back, and, I mean, it's a minute and something left, and you running the ball. Like, it just show you how much confidence you have in your quarterback. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. They de- they they defense, I mean, because the 49ers secondary, man, questionable all year. They D-line been getting after people so much, they haven't really been getting exposed, but. I don't know, bro. I mean, just show you how resilient. I'm happy for Andy Reid, bro. Like, even though he was, uh, think about on the rival, but I mean, nigga did draft Donovan McNabb. Nigga signed Michael Vick. Now with Pat, like, I feel like he one of the good guys in the league, bro. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm definitely happy for him. I'm definitely happy for him. <clears throat> he, he, uh, he deserved that. He deserved it definitely. But yeah, as far as like, uh. Dynasty goals, like, you know, people immediately done jump to that. You know, they, they just ask, like I seen Nick Wright on Twitter, he was asking, like, what well, what's more likely to you? Do you feel Pat only wins one or does he win, like, four? And I'm like, my nigga, like, winning a Super Bowl is extremely difficult. Like, stuff got to fall yep. your way. Yep. Stuff got to happen. Like, in the NFL, and I think people done got spoiled by, like, the Patriots. Like, that's not going to be the norm, bro. Nigga, everybody just not finna come. Oh, one dynasty leave, another one come. They gonna win five, six, two. Like that's not how it work, bro. Well, you know, so they, like it, it could. Be everybody. Yeah, I was just you gonna can, say, you know, you're they, they, win got, two. they got them niggas like already right. picked the Super Bowl favorites, and I mean next year they might be all right, but after that, when Pat started getting that forty mil a year, bro, they gonna have to cut some niggas. Like, I mean, it's just like, bro, forty million dollars a year. And the reason it worked with Tom, because yeah. Tom took pay cuts. He took pay cuts. Pat not taking not gonna take no pay cut, bro. Nope. Because Tom Brady knew where he came from. That's what gave him the idea because like he's trying to draft 
Because then I'm they signed then when they got Frank Clark, then they re-signed him immediately. I don't know why they did. They should have took care of Chris Jones. Well then Chris that's Jones what they they gotta pay Chris Jones, like bro. They they finna be cash strapped. Right. We gonna see. They not paying Chris Jones. They not paying. It's crazy. You talking about them being a dynasty, but we act like Lamar and them for most of the season. When people the like, season. damn, can anybody stop them? Yeah, and like yeah. I like when me and yeah. my team was talking about yesterday, Lamar will truly be great, even though he got MVP now. He would truly grow once they cut his running plays. I don't want him to be like, like Cam. Cam was way bigger. This guy broke down. He a slight frame dude. Let him develop the accuracy, that touch, and get a better report with better receivers. All the receivers with the Ravens were fast, but they weren't beating coverage. Why are you the tight end that all the yards? Yeah. Lou, did you watch the whole game? What'd you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I definitely watched the whole game, but um, yeah, like y'all, like y'all said, like Gary said, like you lucky to win too. So just chill on the dynasty talk. Like let it happen. You can't force a dynasty. Like in the recent memories, every dynasty that we thought was gonna happen never happened how we thought. Like in the 2010, when the Heat got together, it was like my nigga. Like they're not gonna be able to be beat. Immediately, they lost the first finals. Only won two. If you would have told people when they first got together they was going to only win two, you were like, nigga, you crazy as hell. They're going to win three, four, five. Like, stop it, nigga. They're going to win more than that. The Seahawks dynasty, when they blew out the Broncos, it was like, nigga, nobody going to be able to beat them, bro. Like, they're going to win two, three, four. Like, everybody thought that. Only won one. I'm going to tell you. Even, even the Warriors. Huh? <clears throat> No, I was just gonna say, even the Warriors, you felt like that that was gonna last even longer. And that I mean a blink of an eye, it, okay, it stops at three, and that's it. Like Donna, you can't really force a dynasty, bro. They just happen and it, it, it don't Pat not gonna necessarily win four or five rings, bro. It's not guaranteed at all. Dan Marino went to, to the Super Bowl early as hell. He never made career, it back. Never won. Yeah, it. I think the, another never thing went back with so, dynasties, like you said, it's like everybody wanna get paid these days, bro. I mean, you can't keep can't keep niggas together. Like, yeah, like yep, yep. Like, like two things, like, you know, like Vate saying, uh, is salary cap and ego. That can kill any potential dynasty, yep. any team, any potential playoff teams, ego and salary cap. I mean, everybody want to get paid. It's hard to, and it's hard to tell a nigga who, who, like, then I mean, I ain't had money growing up or something like them worked all their life to get money. And then you ask these niggas, hey, to take a take a pay cut. And then it's not even like you said, it's not even guaranteed that y'all going to even get to the Super Bowl. Right. Exactly. It's, it's never it's never guaranteed. Like, I mean, just think about the greats in the game. Now, Breeze only got one. Uh, Rogers only got one. It's like ain't nothing guaranteed, bro. Stuff happens and you look up. And the greats ain't got as many as you thought they should have. So ain't nothing guaranteed, bro. They're gonna have to earn everything. And like Vontae said, like when that cap number start to go up and you gotta pay Pat, sacrifices gotta be made. You gotta hit on draft picks, you gotta hit on the surrounding talent you put around him. And if you don't hit, you're not you're not doing well. So ain't nothing guaranteed, bro. They gotta earn all that's why you gotta hit that's why you gotta win with people are cheap. 
Yeah, definitely. But um, as far as the game go, it was just crazy. Um, first half, um, going in, going into halftime, tied up. But you felt like uh, the 49ers controlled the game. If you'd have told them they would keep the Chiefs to ten points at the half, they would take that. Like so, they controlled the game. I felt like they did their thing. They did all right. Um, if the if the Kittle play is not called a pass interference, you at least going to the half up three, maybe up seven. You know. But they got conservative after that, like y'all mentioned, and that was trash. But that just goes to show you I don't trust my quarterback and we going to chill on the ball. Then in the second half, they domin- I mean, they, they dominated the game for three quarters, three and, a half, three and a half, really, into the fourth. You get to the fourth and you don't run the ball probably as much as you should, as much as you could. Like if I'm in a Super Bowl, bro, and I'm up double digits, I'm literally – I mean, you, it's, a, it's a thin line between two conservative – and playing aggressive against a team that could put up points. But my nigga, like, you learned in your previous Super Bowl, Kyle, like, I'm running that clock down to three, four seconds. Whenever, every play that I run, I don't care if it's a pass play, a run play, I'm running the clock down to as minimally as I feel as possible to give them the least amount of time, bro. I'm up 10, I'm controlling the game, like, I, you just you just give it up. Three touchdowns later, bam, game over, you lose the Super Bowl, like, that's it. And it's crazy. Like, but shout out to Mahomes to be able to come back from playing bad to playing great. That's that's not easy to do. And he did it at 24 years old. So yep. shout out to him. Shout out to him. But you know what's crazy? Kyle ain't gonna live that down. You know what's crazy? His worst games in the Super Bowl, but his worst games would be somebody else's best. Yeah. Shit, he made plays yeah. with his legs. He put it all out there on the line, took big hits. <coughs> he did shit he didn't do in the regular season. And they pay it off. What you want, Gary? You want, uh, you want some headphones? No, nah, for some reason, the app making it bounce back. No, nah, I was going to say, try to leave out and then uh, rejoin with the link real quick. Like, just leave back, leave out and then come right back. I see if that. All right, got you. All right. But yeah, um, real quick, Vontae, what what you think about your, uh, your quarterback? <clears throat> your 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 quarterback I still, situation. I, I think the situation, Mister Dak. I think the situation going. I think it's going to get done. I don't know because I mean, it put the Cowboys in the situation because if Pat, I mean, he's eligible to sign this off uh, this off season. I mean, Dak. I mean, I don't know if he's. Bluffing or what with the I'm not showing up on the franchise tag. And I mean, it looks like I mm-hmm. think I heard this morning, like, and I thought about I think it was Skip that said it, or maybe I heard it somewhere else where they told Mike, like, we anticipate we, we might not get him signed and he might not be here for training camp. So we need to keep killing in his system. So when he do show up, like, he won't have to learn a whole new system. So I mean, it looked like the Cowboys may be ready All to right. play hardball too, but. I mean, longer you wait, though, bro, when other people start signing contracts, we know the number just goes up and up and up. And I don't know, bro. You might have to give him an extra million or two million. I don't know what he's asking for, though, either. So, Yeah, that's the biggest thing. We don't know. Like, it sounds like he want 37, 38. That's my feeling. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I feel like he's at. And everybody every day I'm in these groups and these these cowboy groups and people taking up for them but at the end of the day it matters 
only 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 people it matters to is Steven and Jerry. They the ones who got to say we'll give you this. And if they they clearly are showing apprehension about giving this nigga whatever he want. So I mean they they think something bad about him. Like they not I, just I, like I, like if it was it's a blank check. I don't care. Yeah, you know I still think it's a part of like the negotiations because of course you're gonna try to meet in the middle, but because I just look at it, he got leverage because like. Nigga, y'all don't have a viable backup on the squad. If if y'all let me walk and don't have me, like literally, who are y'all gonna like? Where are y'all gonna go at quarterback? And you Cowboys feel like yeah. they're in a win now mode. Obviously, the way they done paid niggas, so it's like do we want to sign a some nigga go ever like I don't know, bro. He got the leverage. Right now. I give him that. Yeah, right. You yeah, right. back. You right. He do have the leverage, but I agree with Shay Shay. Uh, Jerry Jones overpaid for a lot of players on that defense and on that team, and it's backfiring right now. Tyron, Tyron, how much you can cut him and say what 19 million? I'll do it. Uh, you take you yeah. pay Lawrence, he, yeah, he had two, three good years back to back, but you know how I feel about dudes playing well on uh, they last year, they contract when they ain't never did nothing the whole time they've been, been in the league, kind of like make me iffy. You got Jalen Smith, I thought he would have made a big, bigger step this year, but he fell off. You got Brandon Edge with a neck problem. You just got a lot of niggas, and the, then you still got to pay Amari Cooper, but I don't know if you will pay him. Like, you should pay him because you don't let nobody else, but he ain't no. he don't let that dog in him at receiver. You know what I'm saying? When tough get going. Yeah, man. He he, he yeah. definitely don't. I wish I could put everything that Dez got and in him into Amari. Like, Amari is just like, he just – he never even looked like he he, he want to play. Like, when you look at him during a game, he just looked like, I don't even really want to be here, bro. Like, it's like, nigga, like, you're in the middle of a competitive game. Like, go get it. Be a dog. Like, when Dez was on the field, you could feel the passion through the screen. Nigga, like, he just wanted to be great and make plays. Amari just be like, man, I'm just here, bro. Like, I'm just out here. And I, I kind of feel like that's why Gruden traded him because he was like he could see like Gruden. Y'all already know Gruden. He a passionate type nigga, and you could tell like Amari just not like that. And I think that's kind of part of why he he traded him, bro. And it's like, but as far as the as far as the cap go, like it's it's tough. I mean, I think eventually we'll get it figured out. But I mean, he he might get tagged. He might have to sign it and. Your feelings start getting hurt, and they start getting involved, and they go. I think, I think once you sign one tag, it goes downhill. So, I, I, I just, I, I don't know I mean, what he, he could. I, really, I mean, I he really could do that Kirk Cousins route. Keep franchise, keep keep franchising me, but that hurts because all that counts yeah. towards the satellite. You're rather spirited. I still think yeah. a deal gonna get done. But speaking of my boy, Dez, Demarcus Lawrence, like Demarcus Lawrence, say, give him a chance, bro. Give him a chance. Yeah, I really don't see the downfall of bringing him back. I don't think he got much left, but again, I don't see the downfall of 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 signing him. him I mean, it's really not. It's really not a downside. Give me a a prove it deal. I mean, if that nigga don't work out, cut him. Like it ain't gonna be no loss. Like structure where it won't be a loss. The thing is with Dez, Dez's body betrayed him before he even hit thirty. That's what happened to Dez. Yeah, it was tough. Then Dez also didn't work on his game yeah. enough to to overcome the physical disabilities he, he would have had in the future. 
Yeah, I just don't right. think I just don't think we. I mean, I that's a pipe dream. I don't think we're gonna bring him back because I think we're gonna re because Cobb and Mike McCarthy that relationship. I think we're gonna resign him. We already got a more Gallup. Like, what would this fit in with that? I, I like Gallup a lot. Yeah, I feel exactly. like Cobb didn't do enough as I thought he would have did for the Cowboys. But I saw the writing on the wall when he was the Packers. He been yeah, lost a step. I feel like he didn't either, but I mean, he has. Uh, I already know what they're gonna fall back on. He had some of his best years on the Mike McCarthy like. I already know that's what they're going to Yeah, one good year, bro. Yeah, 1,000-yard season and a bunch of splash plays. That ain't, that ain't consistent work. Yeah, they, def- they definitely going uh, to – I'll be shocked if they don't resign Cobb. But, uh, so, yeah, like you said, Vontae, it's tough to see where 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 Dez will fit in with that. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Um, But let's get into – um. Real quick, something I'll, I'm passionate about. As y'all saw, I posted in the chat. Uh, at the Super Bowl, as they have been doing, Beyonce, Jay-Z, even Blue Ivy, uh, during the national anthem, they sat, you know, didn't stand, of course. Um, and what um and while we own that, as we um as we see the president make a fool of himself during the national anthem being played, we all know what we already knew that him saying stuff about Cap kneeling and all that, he needs to stand and show respect. We knew that was just about controlling the black man, controlling the narrative, showing like we ain't gonna let this black man do whatever he wants, stuff like that. Because we just saw a video Sunday of the president during the national anthem doing everything but showing respect, laughing, talking, playing like he's doing music, all this stuff. The net, the president of the United States making a fool of himself during the national anthem after making up all this uproar about a man peacefully kneeling, nothing else, during the national anthem. That's it. Not making a fool, not acting like he was doing music. Right. Kneeling. At this point, so, like, to me, bro, his action is just like, <laughs> like, nigga, like, okay, Kansas City can't, like, I could... Like, bro, you're the president of the United States. You, you don't, how do you not know this? Like, other sta- other countries looking at us, like, this is who is representing. Like, this is the head of the United States. All the motherfuckers know. Foolish. Just looking real foolish. Like, the president of the, like, the comparison of how presidential Obama was compared to whatever we, this trash we got now, is just crazy. He's not. Like presidential, what you expect out of a president is what you got from Obama. The way you talk, what you say, when you say it, how you say it. This nigga full blown retarded on Twitter saying Kansas. Like, bro, how do you not know where the hell the Chiefs are located? Like, that's embarrassing as hell. And the fact that it's our life in 2020 will never not be crazy to me. And then nigga tried to Ever. delete it. Like, like, nigga, you know, nigga, soon as you got people just watching your Twitter, nigga, as soon as you tweet something, they. They screenshot it like nigga, come on, bro. Bro, you can't. The, the, nobody can delete nothing off Twitter. As soon as you post it, somebody got the screenshot. Every any any and every celebrity, even non-celebrities, people got the screenshots, bro. They got it. But um, but as far as that situation goes, I was getting into Cap. So Cap. So after the situation, Cap and his girl made a post on Instagram. Like I thought we was past kneeling. Because you know they seen Jay Nim uh, sitting down. So when Jay Z said we are past kneeling, he was not saying kneel. We don't need to kneel no more. That's trash. We need to start standing up during the national anthem. We need to start paying respect. We need to do all this. That is not what he was saying. 
When he said we're past kneeling, he was clearly stating that we need to do more. We can't just keep kneeling and then expecting change to happen. We need to infiltrate. We need to go deeper. We need to do more. Also, keep kneeling. Keep sitting down to the national anthem. Keep protesting. So Cap looks real foolish with this whole thing talking about, I thought we was past kneeling. Nigga, why don't you even call Jay? I'm sure Jay will have a conversation with you, bro. Instead, Because what you did is too big for you to start posting little silly, foolish comments like that when you know that's not what Jay-Z meant. And real quick, real quick, I like to go by, so in, in life in general, I like to go by what the pattern you create. So if I if you show me a pattern of you are a good person, I adjust. If you show me you a pattern of you a bad person, I adjust. So Jay-Z has shown a pattern of being for black people. So when he took this position and everybody wanted to act like this nigga was doing it for money, I'm like, y'all don't see what this nigga been doing for 20 years? So uh, let me let me nail them down real quick for y'all, bro. What Jay-Z, just a couple of them. I ain't going to even name everything he done did. Jay-Z got a lawyer for a sixth grader who was arrested for not standing uh, for the national anthem. I don't know if y'all remember that, uh, but he did that. Helped 21 Savage with the whole immigration stuff, got him a lawyer, helped him through that situation. 2003, 2003, before we even knew who Cap was, established a fund to help people uh, facing socioeconomic hardships to further their education at post-secondary institutions. Clearly for black people, because as we know, most black people don't get an opportunity to further their education after they're done with high school, if they even make it through high school, because we know certain places don't even care about minorities. They send them to trash schools, the school falling down, the books turning up, all that. So that was 2003, a couple more. 2008 created educational trust for Sean Bell kids. Sean Bell was unfortunately uh, shot by the police the day of his wedding. Black man killed by the police the day of his wedding. Jay-Z created an educational trust for his kids. We know about Meek. He paid off legal funds for Meek. Meek even said when he got out, he couldn't even pay for that, file the legal fees if he had to. So Jay-Z took care of all of his legal fees, all lawyer stuff, all that. Then Last but not least, he bailed out protesters after the Freddie Gray, Michael Brown, unfortunate killings by the police. Protesters wanted to go protest that. Uh, Jay-Z went, got them out, got paid for them to get out of prison. So when you show, again, he sh- he's shown a pattern of helping black people. That don't even include him going on his albums, on 444, talking about building black people up. Giving them knowledge, giving us knowledge about what to do, how what to do with our money, how to better ourselves, <laughs> how to better uh, uh, our communities, our culture, all that. So all that goes to say, bro, he's shown a, a consistent pattern of helping black people. So you think you it, niggas think that when he got with the uh, NFL, did this deal with the NFL, he was doing that solely for himself. How does that make sense when you've seen the pattern of what he's done, like? I, I just don't understand that, bro. And again, all this goes back to me saying Cap is tripping. I don't understand. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but yeah, bro, like that just don't make sense to me. You know what I'm yep. saying? That don't. Shout out to Lou with the facts on facts, people. Uh, I feel like gotta have facts. I feel the same way you do. Um, we all talked about this pre- previously many times over the past year and a half. I felt like Cap handled it wrong, and then he turned. I feel like his ego got bigger because all is like 
Oh, I'm Kaepernick yeah. now. Nigga, you didn't want to play football. You wanted more attention to yourself. Like, as the young people say, clout chasing and all that, that's what he's been doing for the past year. You know, yeah. he, he don't give a fuck about none of that no more. Like, that wasn't, you know, it wasn't the time for none of that tweeting shit. You should just let him do what he do. At all, at all. You know what I'm saying? You got you got, you got the at clown all. in office. And I don't know why people are still, I'm not the biggest politi- politic person in the world, but why the fuck we care about this nigga getting impeached when the election is about to start anyway? Like, he about to be out of here in the first place. You know, there's like. Yeah, they pushing that like, off. They pushing that like off. saying I'm about to whoop this nigga ass and he already left the club. He already went home. That's what it, that's what I put it to. Exactly. You just, you just barking for no reason. I feel just stupid with the cap situation. I don't know. It's just like a pattern, bro. Just like this. (laughs) This what we always do. Like somehow, always find a way to fight, fight each other, just tearing each other down. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what that's what they want us to do. That's facts. That's facts. I mean, it's more than one way to get to to get to a shared goal, bro. Like. Just because I'm not doing show exactly. way don't mean oh you ain't doing it right like, and like I said I don't know what cap like wanted was F, like everything once that he did that settlement with the NFL that we still don't know about it's then it just totally everything totally changed bro so I I don't know no yeah. no because again <clears throat> we talked about it when he did the settlement it's like. We'll never know because obviously when you do stuff like that, they probably they obviously put it in there. You can't discuss it. You can't talk about it. But what was in there and why did you stop fighting? I don't understand. Was it solely because at the time I was like, OK, maybe it's solely to because if he keep fighting, he feel like he'll never get an opportunity to get in the NFL. So he want to end it just to try to get a go get an opportunity to get back. But again, I, I think you said this, Vontae, when it happened. I think we talked like you was like, bro, why would you stop fighting if this is something you really believe in? Expose them, bro. Like if you feel like they keep you out of NFL because you start kneeling, expose that. Take it all the way to court. Take it all the way through. Fight it every single day. So I, I don't want to come off like we condemning Cap or anything because, again, he made history. What he did was extremely important. We needed somebody to take a stand, to risk their livelihood um, as far as making money, making millions, all that. But it's like, bro, this pattern you're creating of foolishness is starting to catch up with the biggest moment that you had, bro. Like, you need to get back on a pattern of showing what you did is still important to you. And fighting with Jay-Z about something you obviously – know that you are misconstruing what he said is not the way to go at all bro it's not it's not gonna help at all and like Vontae said we always (laughs) black people in general like that's a bigger thing we always go back to fighting each other for some stupid reason and that's exactly what they want because if we not even even if we not a little bit together we easily get got easily yep you right so I I I don't understand We, we don't don't we don't understand. congratulate each other enough as black people. You know, we have a, I'm not going to generalize the whole race, but for the most part, we don't. Mm-hmm. We always hate, like, oh, that nigga did too good yeah. for, for, for himself. Let me bring him down to my level real quick. Yeah. It's a crab in the bucket yeah. mentality, you know. We were born and bred fighting each other from even back from Africa Day in Africa and shit, man. But that was on some tribal warfare shit that's different. But you, you know what I'm saying? We was born to fight each other. Shit. 
That's all we do. Exactly. That's we waste it. energy, time, That's and finances fighting each other. Our energy fighting each other, hate on each other. It's like, yep. like when you hear people say black love and all that, that's a real thing. And it's a lot of people that show black love to each other, love to one another. But I don't b- believe in the phrase woke. I feel like that's some shit for the internet. You know, I feel like that was just something that, that was a fad for me. I feel like if you ain't, I feel like it's not, I feel like a lot of people say that shit when it was big, it wasn't truth to themselves. You know, I feel like just just now, like in, just in general, everybody do shit for the internet. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. yeah but like I said, bro, black, black people in general, we got to do better. This goes to show on a bigger scale that we got to come together more. And I don't know what it's going to take because every time something, every time it looks like we're getting on a good path of, of get, being together, bro, we always divert, hit a, hit a bump in the road, and then we spread apart and we start going against each other too much. And, and that can't keep happening. If we want to advance our culture, advance all, all of our communities across the world, and, and just be better, bro. Just be better. Yeah. So, I, And I also feel like there's a lot of bitter-ass people out there. Check any comments on any website, YouTube, World Star, even Twitter, man. Shit, Twitter is a like it, the internet. The internet and social media is filled with hate from anybody. White, black, don't matter. It's like is the internet has given a lot of cowards power, and a lot of people who don't have no backbone power. Like you saw them in the street right now, they want to say half the shit they say on them. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but uh that's all that was all on that. Um so we got into that, we got into the Super Bowl. Um what I what I'm missing right now. We had the little Meg the Stallion uh look like she set us back in black history, but then she came out today, she said she not with G Easy. Um so that that's that's great. That's good. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm uh, believing that, but <laughs> why you say I think that? she took a lot of backlash from that, so it was like a lot of cleaning up to do on that. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, that's that was that. Uh I'm missing something else. Um uh, Wayne had the uh the drink champs interview. Uh, I haven't watched all of it yet, but uh, I've seen snippets. Yeah, and uh, I mean, he just going to watch it. Uh, so I need to go and watch. It. I haven't watched yeah, it yeah. yeah. But from snippets, like he, you know, he he at a time like which goes to show, like we all know that about Wayne. He always been like that, bro. He be in the studio, he smoke, he drink, he stay to himself. Like he literally don't <laughs> be worried about other stuff. He don't. Like he didn't know who Twenty One Savage was. He thought it was a group. He didn't know who QC was, TDE. Like, he, and that's not surprising me. That surprised a lot of people. It literally don't surprise me uh, about Wayne. Like, he just stayed to himself, bro. He, he just stayed to himself, always. But I, it's funny, though, because I, was, I just thought about this. I'm like, because you know how people always say, like, Eminem got to, like, got to go extra hard to prove he part of the culture, like, Nigga, if he had to make them comments, nigga would be like, see, he don't even need to be here. He don't know nothing about the culture. Like, niggas would be going hard on him, bro. But I I, I didn't, I, yeah. I still, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess just because we so consumed in the route 
genre, like, when I hear people like, I don't know who this is, I'm like, bro, how do you don't know that? But if you ask me anything about country music, bro, sh- I don't know nothing about it, bro. So, yeah, yeah. What um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of any uh NBA thing we need to touch on. Um, I can't I can't let it go without shouting out Dame. He been on fire like the right. last six, seven games. He been like balling, balling like 30, 40 a, a game a night, and uh, they play the Nuggets tonight. He trying to keep that streak alive, trying to keep them in the playoff hunt. Uh, the Grizzlies got the eighth spot right now. We, uh, we can touch on that real quick, and then we can before we go. Oh yeah, yeah, the the Iggy. So okay, so of course, if the audience don't know, so Andre Iguodala was traded to the Grizzlies in the summertime. Um, what happens usually when a veteran goes to a team that's probably not going to be contending? They clearly are young and rebuilding. They literally had the second pick in the draft. Uh, you go to a team like uh, like a couple years ago, Melo got traded to got. Oh, that boy Trey! Oh, <laughs> what's up, bro? What's going on? What's up, bro? <laughs> what's yeah, you do. Game... Yeah, you sound far away. <laughs> <laughs> you in the car? All right, right what about now? Oh, you All good. Right. You sound good. Oh, that's way better. All right. That's All way right, what better. What about Whitlock? Yeah. Shit, the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, nah, we touched on the Super Bowl, bro. We touched on, um, you know, I went in on the, on the Jay-Z and Cap situation. I wish you would have been here for that because I know you had something to say about that. Um, you could touch on it if you want to. We was just finna get into the um, – I don't know if you saw it, but the uh, Iguodala versus the uh, young Grizzly players, yeah, they taking shots at them, all that. We was just about to uh, about to get into that. I might, I might have a little time. What's up? But uh, so, so as far as that goes, so – I was just explaining to uh, the listeners, if they didn't know, uh, in the summertime, Andre Iguodala got traded to a non-contended team. And usually when that happens with a veteran, the veteran and his agent goes to the team and the team is understanding. They say, look, uh, we either want to buy out or the team says we're going to trade you as soon as possible. (laughs) They had they had they talked about it. They discussed it. They came to the agreement. He would get traded as soon as possible. So now we are getting into literally a couple of days before the deadline, he's still there. He obviously, I mean, it was it was made plain from jump. Like he wasn't gonna play. It wasn't like a I hate y'all. I, it was like literally, I'm 36 years old. I don't want to go to a non-contending team and just like I'm used to winning. I want to go somewhere I can win. That's I mean, can, can do any of y'all blame him for that? I don't from the I jump. I don't blame him for that because he said it from when he first when he first got there. But to still be doing it now, right. seeing. The young challenge that he do have, the grind, the grit they playing with. And I feel like he should take that Vince Carter role, but better. Like, try to, you know, embrace him. Show him how to win. Lead. You still yeah. can give him a good 15 minutes off the bench. Yeah, it, but it, it's it, like you it can't get too drama queen. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I feel. Because, I mean, Chris Paul, like, I would have thought Chris Paul going to OKC was a worse situation. And people always talk about, how Chris Paul always been like a cancer in the locker room and stuff. Like 
Chris Paul handled it, handled it as perfect as you could. And I just feel like with Iggy, I don't like what John them said. I don't feel like they was just being like disrespectful. But I mean, we keep getting asked questions about that nigga. Like, bro, the nigga don't want to be with us. Elf that nigga. But Dylan Dylan Brooks did say he had a great career. I respect him. I understand what he what he. I, I understand why he's saying what he want to do. Like, want to leave. But you know, saying like 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 Vontae just said, fuck him. Like they playing hard. You basically saying we not good enough for you. Like I will be glad to be on a team full of life for young niggas. Like. I can be that old head and teach them the way, and I can still get some minutes. Like, we can fight for the eighth spot. In the West? In the West? That's tough. So, 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 I think, like, when you say stuff on Twitter, well, when you say stuff on a mic and then uh, a reporter tweets it, it does come off differently than it might have come off when you said it. Like, he might, like, this. so Dylan Brooks said, I can't wait till he get traded so we can show him what this grid, you know, what we really about. Maybe if he said, if we saw him say that, it might not come off bad. But as soon as you say something even close to spicy and it gets put on Twitter, everybody blow up. Ooh, he wants to smoke, all that nerd type stuff. And it might not even been on some, I want to smoke. It might have just been literally like, hey, I want him when he get traded, bro. We just going to show him what we really about. And he could even said it in a respectful way. But my question to y'all is, do y'all think like when when should he have started playing? Like when would have been a time where Iggy could have said, "Okay, I'm not getting traded." Because again, what he thinks is happening is they're working on trades. So October go by, November go by, December go by. Like when y'all think he should have been like, "Okay, I'll play until y'all." I mean, it's, it's, well, I think it's hard because you gotta look at it from the Grizz standpoint. Like, I mean, yeah, we got uh, what a pick out of it from Golden State, but we still trying to get some more. When you come and say this, the list of teams I want to be traded to, it's like them teams. I'm pretty sure the teams know it, so they not finna just offer you anything. So it's kind of it's kind of hard from that standpoint too. Well, another thing is they yeah. they paying them what 17 million to sit on the bench and not play. That's hurting them. Like they can be using that money yeah. to get real pieces. But they, I saw, I saw what something you today where they said that they was like, the, the route oh. you doing this, because if you get cut after like that March deadline, you're not going to be able to go to a playoff team at all. Right. Yeah, I would have right. just killed him straight up. Like, how old is Iggy? 35? 36, 36 with bad injuries? I'll cut his ass. Fuck him. I'll take the hit on the, on the cap space. <laughs> Spiteful ass. Oh, I'm just saying, like, you don't need the you don't need the energy around. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, he don't be around. Like, he he don't be in the locker room. I I don't even think he. I I would be surprised if he even have a locker. Like, he literally don't be around. Like, I I, I doubt. I don't even think because he be on ESPN and stuff. Like, I don't even think he probably has an apartment in Memphis. Like, I wouldn't. I would be shocked if he do. But um, I I understand both sides because again, he's what his thinking was. He's gonna get traded, like period, point blank, and it just hasn't materialized. And now they like the young niggas is like, well, we gonna show this nigga when he get traded what we really I, about. If you don't want to be here, and I feel him. like it would have helped him more if he would have played. If he came back healthy, stronger than he did last year, all burnt, all hurt and shit, and then they see him balling it on ten to fifteen minutes. He, they would have been like, hey, I would trade with Iggy for a first-round pick. He balling. He gives me about 12 and three a game, you know, something like that. Because mm-hmm. I think – I honestly think, like, just me, and I ain't heard nothing or anything. I think he just want to go to one of the L.A. teams. That's what I honestly think. So, when you got a team, like, I mean, they say Houston said they want it. 
So you got a team like Houston willing to get Grizzlies, but this nigga like I don't want to be traded there. Like that hurts. That's I don't know, bro. It's just it's a tricky situation for him. But uh, it also make you look bad after a while. Cause they actually in they actually in the running they in the eighth spot and if they can keep playing strong, they can keep it. But you know, it is what it is. They got some good young players, Jaron Jackson. I just need him to get some better rebounds. He only averaged like four point eight. You too damn big to only be getting under five rebounds. Yeah, they um they right there fighting for the eighth spot, which is surprising. But Ja is an electric superstar. He's uh definitely uh one of the leaders of that that new generation of point guards, and uh they balling them, the Spurs, the Blazers, uh all three of them, pretty much those three fighting for that that last eighth spot, uh to play the Lakers in the first round. So yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, young Trey. So, uh, real quick about the about the Jay Z cap stuff. I know you had something to say. I don't know if you really, you know, even recall what you wanted to say. I don't know if you wanted to touch on that real quick. Well, my question to you, real fast, is: Did Jay Z and Beyonce sit during the anthem in protest, or were they just sitting because they just got caught up in something else? Maybe the back up. I don't know. <laughs> I to me. I believe they're sitting in protest. Like, I don't think we'll ever again until like, unless some miracle happened and, and things get better, you know, within our communities, I don't think we'll ever see them standing up with a hand on their chest during the national anthem. Like they wasn't tired. Like they, they, they not like, you know what I'm saying? I think it was a literal, I'm going to sit down during this national anthem. I'm not going to stand up because even blue Ivy was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it was a, we tired. We just not going to stand up thing. I think it was a literal, this is protest. We're not going to kneel, of course. You're not going to see Beyonce kneeling. Yeah. But I think that was that was purposeful. Like, I think there's a purpose to that. Well, with that, um, you can kind of imagine how Cap must have felt when he saw Jay-Z, you know, meeting with Roger Goodell and did repeatedly say, we're past kneeling, we're past kneeling. Um, oh, let's do something different. Mm-hmm. So if you just look at App standpoint, you got to kind of imagine. Like, I feel, you know, feel like Jay Z was being, was he being hypocritical? What, what are you doing? Is this a publicity stunt? Why are you sitting down? If we're past kneeling. What's going on? So, so we talked about that earlier. And what my what my point on that is, when Jay Z said we're past kneeling, he wasn't saying it like we don't need to kneel anymore. Stand up during the national anthem. We pat. That's done. That's dead. It's over with. I think he was saying, not only do we need to keep kneeling, we need to do more besides just kneel. Like, it has to be, we're kneeling, and then we're going to do some more stuff to help us in what we're right. kneeling for. So I think that was part of what Jay-Z signed up for with Roger Goodell to infiltrate, because you're not going to do nothing outside of these white folks. You know what I'm saying? You got to infiltrate them and be the one to stand up beside them in you know in with them to create change within that system so i don't think jay-z was saying we're past kneeling like stop kneeling like i think they want you to keep kneeling keep sitting whatever you need to do to protest (laughs) but also while we're protesting we just need to do more you see what i'm saying i don't think he was saying like if cap was still playing i don't think jay-z would call him like stop kneeling bro we done we passed that 
I think he is saying we just need to do more well, with Nilly. In that sense, would you all. understand Cap's confusion though? Like, because that might not be, might not have communi- communicated properly. Like, hey. No, exactly, exactly. Communication. I think, but a quick, I don't see Jay-Z, like I told Vante and uh, Gary, I don't think Jay-Z will be opposed to having a conversation with Cap. Like, they need to be in this together. So, that's, like you said, communication. So, that's a quick, Cap can get in touch with Jay-Z if he want to. He, somebody could talk to somebody and they can have a conversation. And that could have been dead from the jump. When he signed with uh, the deal with uh, with the NFL, I, I wish he if he didn't, I wish he would have reached out to Cap to say, look, bro, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm finna do and everything like that. Like you said, communication, and I think that could have been deaded so we wouldn't even have this little his girl and him posting on Instagram, look, taking shots at each other like we talked about it earlier. Black folk need to be together, and they're not together right now, and that's sad because in this plight to help our communities out, those two are two, two of the black folk who need to be together on communication you know what i'm saying so like you said that could have been communicated and it could have been deaded and that's the biggest thing communication you know what i'm saying i feel you, I feel you. <laughs> that's that's it Commun- communicate and black folk we could take over the world bro we could take over the world and we uh because we we shouted out i mean it's sports but we had a, a rookie of the year winner an mvp winner mvp of the super bowl you know winner a black offensive coordinator, like we doing, we doing it big right now, and that kind of didn't set us back. It's not that big, but it's just like you see. That's how it always goes. You see black people ascending, and then all of a sudden you see some black people button heads for dumb reasons, and it's like, okay, that just set us back, my nigga. Like, what the hell are we doing, bro? What are we doing? So again, we got all this black excellence happening. It's happy, happy, uh, black history. Black history. The hell am I saying? <laughs> and uh, yeah, bro, we 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 need to communicate. Yeah. Um, I was literally just looking on uh, and I don't know how early this was. I was just looking on TMZ, and um, Jay was like at a, he was speaking at some speaking engagement, and they asked him, was him at like was he sitting to convey a message? And he was like, actually, I wasn't sorry. He was like him and Beyonce had just saw Demi had just got through performing and he said we just went into artist mode and we was just sitting down talking like what's well, up Mike too low stuff like that he said it wasn't send no message or anything so he was like we wasn't perfect so so he said they were sitting because Demi Lovato like cause she did she sung the whatever song yeah. they were watching and then well you know cause he was uh, it says it says uh, Jay added I'm really just looking at the show, the mic start, was it too low to start? And they said he was just concerned about all that. And they was like, you got to remember, Jay-Z was, or Rock Nation is producing all of the entertainment at the Super Bowl as a part of the deal he struck. So he was saying, like, he he was Uh thinking from how is this show looking versus, yeah, business more, yeah, more so on the business side of it. But but even if that's the case, what is sitting going to do versus standing like if he wanted to stand and put his hand on his chest for the national anthem that's just my question like even if he was concerned it's like what is you what is he gonna do when he's sitting versus he could do when he's standing up like he's he not gonna go down there and say hey check the mics nigga what we doing like he's just gonna be sitting there like if he was on the phone or something it'd be like okay like he's kind of but i mean ain't nothing he could do like the production is gonna happen 
regardless of, you know what I'm saying? Whatever he do at that moment, he can't change nothing. So why? I don't know. So I don't know if he's lying to try to appease Roger Neal. Another thing he said, he was like, there is no need for a silent protest. Uh, We're making the biggest, loudest protest of all by selecting such a diverse group of artists to perform perform at the game. A lot of people mentioned that. They did say it was diverse. They had a Yolanda Adams. It was a, a lot of folks didn't know who Yolanda was, and that pissed me off. Shout out to you, Yolanda. Yolanda Adams. One, one of the great singers, singers of all time. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's just. That's on just a lighter weird. note, can we uh, give a shout out to Meek Mill for that bad uh, nine route he ran? In the Super Bowl, that was funny. <laughs> that boy had no athletic ability whatsoever. Oh, but he be—I know he wasn't athletic from watching him little highlights of him try to hoop. <laughs> so that wasn't surprising. <laughs> he he need to he need to stop. Shit, <laughs> <But> Tor- <laughs> that nigga is the fa- he fouls on offense when he's playing offense. He fouls like that nigga so sloppy. <laughs> yes, bro. What them niggas like? As soon as you start playing, you like I'm. I don't want to guard. Somebody else come guard <laughs> this nigga. Uh, somebody else come guard this nigga. I don't want to play against this nigga. He doing way too much. Like it ain't even that serious, my nigga. Like calm down. Your movements are just all over the place, my nigga. What are you doing? He's one of them niggas. Like, that nigga be everywhere, bro. That nigga funny. <laughs> Every time that you see Holly so highlights of that nigga, like, bro, what is this nigga doing? That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Anything, uh, anything we, we missing that we didn't touch on? We touched on Iggy. I w- uh, Meg, Lil Meg stuff. I had something to say about the Lil Wayne interview for a little short snippet about the uh, how he, how he just focuses on his music and himself when he's just like in the studio. Uh, I I admire it. Mm-hmm. He just gets locked in, but he but one thing people, a lot of people really don't know he's had a relationship with like top TDE since like two thousand nine two thousand ten. He was on J Rock um, one of his first out first big album his biggest single when he first came out, and they've been having a relationship ever since. So he. That's why I, that's why I wasn't so surprised when I saw J Rock on on Wayne's new album. So that relationship go back a couple of years. So just letting everybody know about that. And I had my Kobe moment finally at work. Everybody at the gym hooping and shit. I can't go to the gym. I work too late for all that bullshit. So you know I'm at work bullshitting real fast because I'm doing what I got to do. I see I'm throwing some old, I'm throwing away cabbage and shit that was on the ground. Hey, I see that I see the trash can, bro. That Cavs got some weight to it. I was on. I was like, I was in Steph Curry from from distance. I hit that hole. I was like Kobe, and I just and I walked off. <laughs> I got him. My- <laughs> 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 hey, I got him. My forklift, my bounce, bro. I was like, I had to, I had to walk off on. That was my Kobe moment right there. I shot a I shot a big ass thing of cabbage to a to a trash can like thirty feet away. I was like Kobe, with gloves on. Drove it. <sighs> Yeah, I was. I've been thinking about that, bro. When the, I'm kind, of, you know, day by day, if stuff, of course, you know, it get a little easier. But that funeral is gonna be a whole reset. Like it's gonna be like a, a whole reset, bro, on everything. It's gonna be, right back to square one, when when that funeral hit, bro. And uh, I ain't. I don't even think I'm even ready for that, bro. I don't, I don't even think I'm ready. Nobody ready for that. That's just a tragedy. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's sad. We also got some good basketball tonight if y'all can watch it on TNT. I'm, I'm just popped up. We got the Bucks going against the Pelicans, and Giannis has just welcomed Zion into the NBA by blocking his shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lou, that's gonna be a good game. Lou, y'all touch on Rockets trash or no? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! I, I can't be a hypocrite. Shout out Russ. Russ has been balling. James Harden been looking horrible, but shout out! Shout out Russ. Russ has been balling. Shout out to Dane Forcing. again for me because I didn't. I expected the Lakers to win on the Kobe night tribute, but and it was close. I watched the first yeah, half. He, it was close the whole time. Then. I started watching and Dane went on. He just, he was on fire. Dane bro. said, like, "Fuck all that, we gonna win." Ridiculous! It was ridiculous, bro. That man was literally making everything. He Who was, was guarding like, him? Nobody. I mean, you. It don't matter. Like he, it was everything. He come off a pick, thirty five feet away. It's going I, up. I, like you can't. You don't even have time to. I contest. truly feel like he can win in Portland. Like, they just gotta get some of that bad money off the books. Make better moves. Like he can make a run with Portland. Yo, Trey. I don't know if you done had much time to really look at um, Trey Young or Ja, but I was gonna say if you had to pick one, who would you pick? I was gonna ask y'all. I'll that. take Ja because he actually got some size. He actually can play defense. Trey can't do shit against nobody on. Defense. Yeah, he can shoot. He's a great passer. I give him that. He's a great fucking passer. Yeah. Man, just with the unless the NBA changes routes, the way it's going, I mean, you got to pick Trey Young. You, you just got to. I mean, yeah, but he he uh he's definitely similar. Like he's similar to to Steph. Ja is like a combination of AI and Kyrie. Like he's he likes. So I don't think you could pick wrong. Whichever one you pick, what you think, Vontae? <laughs> With the way the NBA going, bro, like that nigga Trey, like I don't know. I still I mean I still take Ja though. I feel it's like Trey. I feel like Memphis got the better team. They do in the tougher conference. Well, like, I'm just I saying like, he, like all the the picks the Hawks had and all that, like I still feel like oh <clears throat> But they then they finna give him more picks away because they finna try to get Compe- uh, Capella. We finna give him Capella. I, I feel like John yeah, Collins yeah, will be with the Rockets. I really don't want to talk about that to after the trade, like after we know. Okay, but the rumor trade, um, not only well that rumor trade, fourteen deal, Rockets, T Wolves, Warriors, Hawks. Uh, they got Capella to the Hawks, Wiggins and picks to the Warriors, D'Angelo to the T Wolves. And Covington to the Rockets. I mean, it's, it's the Rockets, Rockets they, need big men. they don't have no big men whatsoever. And it's crazy because they keep saying like everybody is calling about Covington. Like, is he? I, I mean, he's to me he's solid, but I don't know if he's a difference maker. <laughs> he's not. He's like a fourteen point uh, game. A lot of people the three and D that everybody feel like they need. You know, he could lock up perimeter, lock up on the perimeter. And uh, the Rockets are just funny as hell, but y'all y'all like to go small so much that I mean, in NBA in general, go small so much that do you even need a big man at this point? They they a lot of times they close without Capella since Russ has got there to open up the floor. 
basically you got P.J. Tucker at the five, but in today's basketball, 2020, it's like positionless basketball, but that's dumb as hell to me because I hate that. Like, I want to see – I'm not saying – like, Porzingis, I don't – he don't have to post up 20 times a game, but <laughs> – when they played the Rockets, and he did post up a little bit, but there was more times when the Rockets were small, Porzingis should have killed them. And, and But I just hate that. I think that should be more like you don't have to do what the rest of the league is doing. The rest of the NFL want to throw the ball. The Ravens said, nigga, we're going to run it down your throat. So you don't have – so like MB, KP, Jokic, like kill these niggas. They want to go small, kill these Everybody niggas. Everybody want to look at analytics they, like, oh, we – we got hit the three, hit the three, hit the three. Like, man, the best shot is underneath the basket. You said sixty percent, seventy percent. You're a big man on a nigga that's six five. You got a dunk. Exactly. Barbecue chicken, kill these niggas. Don't do what everybody else doing. I want to see some teams go back to again. You don't have to go complete old school. Just do something different. I don't want to know. I don't want to go into a game knowing both teams just gonna shoot a bunch of threes and that's yeah. it. I want to say, oh, this team like to shoot some mid-range. This team going to post a little bit. This team got MB, Jokic, so they're going to shoot, but they also going to post up. You know, I just want to see a little – just a mix-up. Again, that's it. I don't, it don't have to go back to 90s. Just mix-up. I don't want anybody to do the same thing. That's it. That, that, that's all I ask for, bro. That's it. That's it right there, bro. But, yeah, I think I think we hit on everything, bro. That was, that was a good show, man. Great show. Uh, we got the – we got merchandise coming soon. We got uh, the Lil Wayne review next week. Funeral. Thir- Lil Wayne, 13th studio album. Uh, we got that coming, man. Y'all look out for that. Shout out to all the listeners we got. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Really appreciate it. <clears throat> Lou. Big homie D. Vontae. A. Young Gary. What's your nickname, Gary? Oh, he can't even do no more. Get it! Think we done lost him. <laughs> you got messed up. With, what they call him? Uh, Gare Bear. Now we can hear yeah. him. I was trying to say I had something to say real quick before we close out. I was trying to say, like, where is Draymond oh, up, Green, bro? bro? He's been very quiet. I know me and you will love this. Like, where's Draymond? Like, finally, where's Waldo? Yeah, the niggas ain't winning. He don't talk. Hey, shout, real quick, speaking of Draymond, shout out to Vontae. It was years ago, like 2015. He had told me, he was like, Draymond is the, the heart and soul. He, he the most important piece on the team. But I, I heart and soul is better than the most important piece because I, I was saying, like, Steph was the most important. But I get what he was saying now. So shout out Vontae for that. But, um. Nah, I was just saying, tell the listeners your, your nickname, bro. What's your nickname? Oh, I got a lot of nicknames. You already, already <laughs> said them. Since, since high school, dumbasses say Gear Bear. I got G Moon <laughs> My Gamer Tag G Smooth 1992. PS4, if you want to get it. I got all the type of names, man. All types. Nigga, shut up to me if you want to get uh-huh. it. Nigga, you ain't going to play nobody. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you been <laughs> nigga. I tried to play you already. He was like, "Oh, I, I, I played a little bit. Never came on the game." <laughs> shit. Shout out to uh, shout out to Apex. I'm, I'm gonna be on that. Hey, I've I'm I'm been playing that for like the past three days, bro. I'm like, I'm, I rank. I went from no, uh, level one to number twelve in like three days. I'm, like, I'm playing. 
Yeah, I, I'll be on there, bro. I'll be hop on, on there. Uh, Alright, that's a bit. That's a bit. LGTV dot TV. Lou, Vante, Young Gary, Trey. He off right now. Be Young Trey. A Young Babyface Trey. Shout out again next week. Lil Wayne album review. Be looking for that. LGTV dot TV. Lou.